Welcome to the Plan Your Central Florida Wedding Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Schmidt, editor of Greater Orlando's top wedding publication, Orange Blossom Bride. I'm sure when you said yes, you had no idea you were jumping on this roller coaster that is wedding planning. The goal of this podcast is to help make the wedding planning process less stressful and a lot more fun. We'll provide you with great tips and ideas, along with expert advice from some of the area's top wedding pros. So let's get started planning your Central Florida wedding. Planning a wedding has so many parts that planning your honeymoon can sometimes become an afterthought, which many times leads to couples taking the path of least resistance and they'll book things like an all-inclusive or maybe a resort. So while those things are wonderful and a lot of fun, and please, if that's the location that you want to go for your honeymoon, by all means, go for it. But today we're going to talk to Teresa from Get Out Custom Travels about how easy it can be to plan your bucket list honeymoon, that honeymoon that you just really, really want to go on, your wildest dreams, with the help of a honeymoon planner. So welcome, Teresa. Hey, Amanda. How are you How are you doing? Doing great. Thank you. I'm really excited to have you because this is a topic I love, honeymoons. I mean, any travel I love, but honeymoons is extra special because you want to make sure that you're not having just your generic honeymoon, and this is a special trip that you're going to take. So let's start talking about what bucket list honeymoons means in the first place. What are we talking about? Well, this topic was largely inspired by many of my honeymooning couples that I've had uh, so far this year. And um, these are trips like, um, you know, going to Machu Picchu in Peru or going to Thailand and seeing not just Bangkok, but staying for a few days in a beach resort in Phuket. Um, It could also be staying um, in resort hotels in Santorini and Mykonos in Greece. So these are destinations that are, you know, out of travel magazines that you're like, wow, I really want to take this trip. And these destinations just look so romantic. It'd be perfect for a honeymoon. And I mean, it's things that seem very overwhelming, which is probably why a lot of couples do go for the cruise or the all-inclusive resort, because I mean, I personally wouldn't even know where to start to go to, you know, any of those locations you just listed, which all sound totally fabulous. So break it down for us. How can we make that possible? Sure. So in planning a bucket list trip, any bucket list trip, um, there are multiple factors to consider. And oftentimes this will lead to couples feeling really overwhelmed. Um, So you have to consider things like flights, transfers, um, transportation once you get there, what accommodations are going to work for you, um, what activities and excursions do you want to take, do you want to relax or do you want adventure, do you want a mix of both. So a lot of times when you are in the middle of wedding planning, which is already stressful enough, I mean, I had a wedding planner and, and she was amazing, but I was still stressed out. And just trying to think about planning an international honeymoon I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. So I was just like, you know what, we're going to stay in the U.S. Um, we're just going to take it easy. And then maybe later on in our relationship, we will take a big trip. So, you know, just taking all those factors into consideration, you, you know, the first thing people do is they'll go online and they'll use their search engine and they'll type in, you know, for example, um, you know, Greece honeymoon and a ton of results are going to pop up. 
this is where people can get overwhelmed. You know, should we go right after the wedding? Should we wait for a better season to go where the pricing will be better? Um, there are hundreds of hotel options in Santorini and Mykonos. Which one is the right one for us? You know, our budget is this amount, but, you know, we're willing to spend a little more on something nicer. But how do we know which resort is nicer and which is not worth the extra cost? So when I have couples come to me, most of the time they've already tried to plan a honeymoon on their own um, and they're just overwhelmed, but they really don't want to give up the bucket list destination. So this is planning trips is something that I do all day, every day for the most part um, throughout the year. I meet with suppliers from around the world. I train on multiple destinations. So this is something that, uh, you know, you really want to talk to a professional for. And so when couples come to me, they'll tell me what their likes and dislikes are, what is on their wish list. And I can really package together all the different components. And so when I present it to them, the number of decisions they need to make are, do you like hotel A, B, or C? Or do you want to add in this activity of going to an island off the coast of Santorini and snorkeling on a private beach? Um, or do you prefer to just stay in your room that day and just take, make it a spa day? So the number of decisions really, um, they're easier to make and they're more fun decisions um, for couples to make. Uh, so that's how I can kind of come in and help put together a bucket list honeymoon for couples who are stressed from wedding planning. And I think too, a lot of people, they just, you don't need a honeymoon to get married. <laughs> so they're like, Oh, okay. Exactly. You don't need to worry about that. You know, we'll just take mm -hmm. the easy route and that kind of stuff. And it is overwhelming. And when the couples go to a foreign country, you know, there's so many different elements that go in with that. So it's so nice to have somebody who one has been there because guys, Teresa's probably been, have you been to every continent, every country? Because I, I feel like you do because I follow you on Instagram and you're always somewhere. Well, I try to experience the vendors uh, for myself um, that, I, that, I, that I use on the regular so I can kind of gauge their quality and to make sure they're still providing the level of service that I expect for my clients. Um, I've been to every continent except one, and you can probably guess which one it is. This is the hardest to get to. Um, it's Antarctica. Or Antarctica. Yes. <laughs> but I really, and I've done a lot of the destinations that I sell. And um, I work with many tour operators who are in country and who have great relationships with the different hotels, with the tour operators. Um, so you're never left on your own. So while you're traveling, you always have some kind of support, whether it's with my partners on the ground or with me. Most of the time, I, I um, recommend that you contact the partners on the ground and you have all that information because of the time zone um, difference. You can get a faster response versus, you know, trying to contact me when it could be like 1 a.m. in the morning. So, um, you know, you have support before, during and after your trip. So what are some of the top bucket list destinations that you're seeing? What are the most popular ones? Um, I would say Italy is always incredibly popular. Um, Italy, Greece, um, South America is an emerging destination. And so a lot of folks are going to places like Peru. Um, they're doing really amazing experiences um, with the Galapagos, for example, outside of Ecuador. And also Colombia is really popular too. And then in Asia, 
Um, Thailand is always a really popular one that I see, and Greece and Croatia. So those are the top destinations, at least for me this past year. Um, and I don't see Greece slowing down or Italy slowing down next year. Or ever, because they're fabulous. <laughs> or ever, exactly. Like, I'm like, man, like, you know, you see all these photos and I follow a ton of resorts on Instagram as well. And it's just like, wow, like this is actually mm-hmm. what you're seeing. It's not just the photo. This is what you're seeing. And do you recommend, this is just a thought that popped in my head as you're saying that, do you recommend, and of course they can go wherever they want on their honeymoon, but it be a place that neither of them have been? Um, it really depends on their comfort level. Um, I would say just because you've been there once doesn't mean that you've seen it all. Um, so you don't have to put that pressure on yourself to try and find a destination that appeals to both of you and that neither of you have been to before, because that can lead to additional stress, especially mm-hmm. if, um, you know, they're not used to traveling a lot. Um, of course, with a travel pro- professional, you will have someone to guide you, but it doesn't always have to be a place that neither of you have been to before. But I will say it is really fun to explore something new for the both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say since it's your first international trip, for the most part for couples, their first international trip together, there might be some stressors while you are in destination. I speak from personal experience because I went to Iceland with my husband (laughs) and it was the first time for both of us. And if you have not established how each of you travel, it can be a little bit, um, it's a learning experience to get to work on your communication skills. (laughs) That's a very good way to put it. Yes. So, you know, of course, you'll have, um, you know, destination guides and tips uh, from me um, whenever I plan your trip. So you're not going in cold to a country and not knowing where to go, what to do. And that's a great thing about having some guidelines set in place of what you're you know, some people like flexibility, some people like structure, but I always recommend having some kind of guideline. So that way, you know, kind of what you're doing, and you're not just, you know, walking around wandering without, without a purpose, I guess, (laughs) you can say. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. And in many of those countries, they may not speak the same language as you. So you definitely want to have kind of some type of guidance. Because that can cause other barriers as well. So I, one thing that I know you are very a big proponent of is travel insurance. Yes. I cannot <laughs> emphasize this enough because most people, like honeymooners, are generally young. You know, they are in their 20s, 30s. I mean, you, of course, you have older travelers as well. But for the most part, you're at an age where you're not thinking that you're going to get sick or um, you'll need to cancel a trip because, you know, one of you has the flu or, you know, you don't really plan for things to happen. But I have seen enough instances where travel insurance has come in handy um, to really emphasize that as something that you should seriously consider. And this is from someone I didn't use to purchase travel insurance for myself. Um, so I was like, I'm young. Like, I really don't need this. Like, if I fall, whatever, like, you know, I'll just suck it up and keep going, you know, keep going on my trip. So then when I was in the industry, I was just like, how did I, I just got really lucky that nothing happened. Um, and travel insurance comes in handy, not just 
for things like trip cancellation. It's also, you know, medical coverage while you're abroad because most of our travel insurance policies that we have here in the States, it does, it's not um, valid when you go abroad. So um, having some, our medical, yes, our medical insurance, insurance sorry, mean, right? yeah, our medical insurance that we have here in the U.S., like, That's okay. you know, you can't use that when you're in Cancun, for example, like you're not going to take that insurance. So um, for mm-hmm. me, the important thing is medical coverage, but I've had enough instances happen to me where I needed the travel insurance for another reason, like a flight delay because of weather and I had to stay overnight somewhere. Um, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And I always recommend it because you want to have some kind of support if you should need it. They've just spent a ton of money on a wedding. Is it wise for them to go for the cheapest option? Oftentimes when uh, clients come to me, you know, I will stress the difference between the cheapest option and the option that provides the most value. And you often hear, um, you know, you pay for what you get. And the cheapest option may not be the best one simply because you need to look at what is included with that price. One example I can give is flights. The cheapest flight might be, you know, $800 versus the next flight that might be, you know, $1,000. But the $800 option has you in a layover for, you know, 27 hours in Shanghai or something. And unless that is something that you want to put into your plans, most people who have limited time don't want to spend over 24 hours in a layover. So, you know, it's worth it for those folks to pay $1,000 for a direct flight or for a layover that is much shorter. I'm same with a lot of the other inclusions for trips. Um, just because it's the cheapest option doesn't mean that it includes everything that you would like. It might not include the amenities. It might not include um, your meals, for example, or different excursions. So I always caution against choosing the cheapest price that you see. Just for the sake of it being the cheapest. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And if you plan early on, many vendors will accept a deposit and then the final payment later on, usually like 60 days prior to travel. So you do have that time in order to, you know, pay for things for the wedding because, you know, final payments always do like 30 days before the wedding for the most part. At least mm-hmm. that was the, the what it was when I got married. So, you know, you do have that time to make those payments. Now, we talked about this a little bit before about, you know, working with a professional to customize, you know, tailor what you want to do. How exactly does that process work? So like how far in advance should they be like, hey, Teresa, we're thinking about this. Just want to put that bug in your ear. How far in advance should that process start? Once you have an idea of where you'd like to go or if you want to start planning your honeymoon, I would say the sooner the better, Um, but not so soon, like two years in advance, because many itineraries and also hotel availability is not going to be um, open at that time. So flights are usually released maybe 10 months before the travel day. So you're not even going to be able to look to see what flight options are available. But it's important to start talking about, you know, where you'd like to go, especially if you're still trying to decide the destination. So I usually what I do is I'll usually have a consultation um, with the couple and get to know their likes and dislikes, get to know about their previous trips, what made their previous trips so wonderful, so unforgettable, um, or if they had a bad experience somewhere, like why did you not like that particular um, that particular trip? 
And if they can give me as much information as possible, that'll allow me to really tailor my recommendations to something that's perfect for them. So if you are unsure of what you want, I would say start as early as possible so we can kind of narrow down where you'd like to go because the world is a really big place. And I have had so many come to me, they're like, we want this general experience, but we don't know where we'd like to go. I had this one trip where they initially started out with, they wanted Greece, but they only had um, five or six days. And I said, well, travel time in itself, you're going to lose at least a day and a half just for travel. So that leaves you with very little time in Greece to enjoy each other and to enjoy the destination. So we narrowed it down and finally settled on um, Cartagena, Colombia, which was much closer and they were able to get more for their money. So, you know, to have that conversation and to get to know the couple, um, you know, that's an important step to narrowing down the perfect destination. And especially if they're open to other locations as that couple was obviously yes. that helps you as well. Maybe they don't even know of a place, which is kind of cool. And you can recommend exactly. that and yes. they have an amazing um, time. They did not know. Yeah. They didn't know about Cartagena at all, but I knew like after, you know, getting to speak with them and, you know, understanding what kind of experience they wanted, they didn't want the typical um, sandy beach, tropical experience. Um, they didn't want the typical honeymoon. They wanted something that was unique. Um, and their wedding in itself was incredibly um, extraordinary. Like, I just can't stop looking at their photos, and they've been <laughs> married for over a year. Um, so I, I knew what it, the, I knew the feel that they wanted to go for. And so I recommended that, and I knew that was going to be a perfect um, honeymoon for them. And so have you ever had a couple, this is another thing that just popped in my head, that they just can't decide. Like they, there's no common ground that one wants to go to one place, one wants to go to another. I mean, I know that poses a challenge, but I know mm -hmm. you can handle it, Teresa, because you're awesome. <laughs> um, yes, we've had different, I've had couples where um, the bride and groom have differing opinions, whether it's on destination, um, accommodation type, um, budget. Uh, and that's something a lot of times where I'll provide them the pros and cons of each one. And I, you know, I work for my clients. I don't work for any particular supplier. So for me, like I want what's best for the clients. So, you know, after presenting them with all the options, all the pros and cons, I just tell them like, listen, this is something that you both need to talk about and see what works for you. You don't want this to be the cause of, you know, marital stress. So, um, you know, all the information is presented to you. Go ahead and talk about it. If you have any questions, you know, go ahead and let me know. And usually we'll start just eliminating different options as they talk it through. And oftentimes I might be on the phone while they're discussing it with each other. And so that way I can answer questions as they come up. And so we can narrow it down slowly or quickly, depending on how decisive they are. Um, and we'll just slowly eliminate different options until there is one or two, and then we'll move on from there. It's, it should be such a fun process. Like I, Seriously, this whole um, episode, I've been smiling because I just travel makes me so happy. <laughs> like it's like the best part of getting married. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's doing the honeymoon. Yeah, it is pretty wonderful. Yes, I mean traveling in itself. It's to me, I think traveling is so personal because you are taking 
time and most of the, for, for most people time is so limited that you're taking that time and you're taking your hard-earned money and you want to have the best experience possible and that can cause a lot of pressure for a lot of couples because you want to make it worth the time and money that you've put into it so it's such a great feeling for me to be able to put something beautiful together for this couple to have for their honeymoon and they'll they're never going to forget their first uh, traveling experience together as husband and wife. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a special, special trip yes. for sure. So if they would like to get in contact with you and start planning their stress-free honeymoon, how would they do that? Um, you could, you could um, reach out to me via email. Um, I'm sure it's on the Orange Blossom Bride page, um, but it's Teresa at GetOutCustomTravels.com. You can find my business page on Facebook at GetOutCustomTravels, and also I'm on Instagram. So feel free to follow along. Um, I try to post tips here and there um, in, in my Instagram stories as well. Um, so that's also GetOutCustomTravels on Instagram. So multiple ways to reach me. And Teresa is, I can personally vouch for Teresa. Teresa actually helped uh, us plan a trip to New Orleans. There was about 12 of us, was it, Teresa? I'm pretty sure it was 12 of us. And she did a fabulous job. So I can personally vouch for her services. So (laughs) thank you so much, Teresa, for spending time with us today and telling us about these awesome options for bucket list honeymoons. Of course. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Plan Your Central Florida Wedding Podcast. For more Orlando wedding inspiration and tips, head on over to orangeblossombride.com. And if you're looking for amazing wedding pros to help bring your wedding day together, make sure to check out our wedding vendor directory. Until next time, happy planning.